podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hola, soy Osvaldo Ardiles. Come and meet Ricky Villa and me at the Spurs Show Live on May 19. I see you there. Tickets at live.spurshow.net. See you there. Bye bye. Hello, welcome to this week's edition of the Spurs Show. Thank you so much for joining us again this week. Joining me this week, three guests. We've gone for the three this week as opposed to the two. Uh, making his debut uh, this evening, a man I've been trying to get on the show for quite some time. He runs the wonderful community centre, the JW3 on the Finchley Road. Raymond Simonson joins us. A pleasure to be here. Thank you very much, finally. I'm, uh, I'm more nervous about this than I was yesterday. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Well, who was nervous after 45 seconds, <laughs> to be honest? <laughs> that settled me. We need an early goal today. Yeah, exactly. And also joining us, two, two wonderful guests who've been on the show before. Firstly, the uh, writer Julie Welsh returns... Hello, hello. Lovely to be back. Welcome back. And also writer, photographer, Mr. Rob White. Hello there. You well? I'm very well, yeah, yeah. Good, fantastic. Well, we're going to obviously look back at the wonderful result, yes, against Bournemouth. The not-so-great result on Thursday against Borussia Dortmund. And as there's international break next week, we'll look at the next game coming up, which is against Liverpool uh, in a couple of weeks' time. And then we'll sort of look at the run-in and other bits of business. So firstly, let's talk about the Bournemouth game, everyone. Before we do, um, a stat for you, um, which is in a lot of the papers today. Obviously, Harry Kane's two goals. It's two seasons running now. He's scored 20 in the league, and now he's the only the fifth Englishman since the Premier League uh, started that's done that. And then I was trying to think, who was the last Spurs striker to 20 in a row? And I couldn't find much online, so I had to go to my old Spurs to complete record book, which goes up to 93. Right. And I thought it might be foul it wasn't thought it might be sharing it wasn't Martin Chivers early 70s Good now gracious. if I got that wrong out there obviously wow. you're right in but Actual league twenty goal. Uh, I thought Falco had done it, but no, but not, not two league. seasons. One season he did it, and one season he got nineteen. Uh, in the okay. So all the way back to the uh, I think it was nineteen seventy seventy one. Martin Chip. I mean, that's Amazing. shocking in a way, isn't it? It's been that long since someone's called twenty in the league two seasons running. You obviously remember Chivers. You're probably writing. Um, yep. Then, do you see much similarities between him and Kane? Well, they're blondes. <laughs> um, <laughs> do I see, No, I think they are... Gentle giants? I, I think they're quite different kind of players and quite different kind of men, in yeah. fact. I mean, um, Chivers sort of had that amazing selfishness of the striker, mm. whereas Harry is the team man. Yeah. I mean, I was, I was saying on, on, on Twitter the other day, sort of blathering away... That Harry is actually a really old-fashioned footballer, mm. you know. Um, he's such such a throwback. You could see him in the twenties or the thirties, mm. you know, in sort of those baggy shorts and, and brill cream on the hair. Oh no, the... no, never brill cream. Oh, no, cream. No, no. We, we, I, he, he, but he actually. <laughs> don't you think he just looks old-fashioned? He does. I've got absolutely. got a total granny crush on him. Yeah, he comes across like that as well. I think. Yeah, you know, when he's being interviewed, when you see. Him, he just feels like uh, hark to the good old days where, where you know, I'm, I'm a father and I, I love the fact that my eight-year-old boy loves Harry Kane and I'm, I'm quite happy yeah. that he's got Kane on the back of his shirt and yeah. I would never let him normally have a, a player's name on his shirt or identify with one player but I yeah. think he's, he's a good one to look Only up to. Only four letters. So and he's cheaper. Not, not yeah, cheaper. Cheap, cheap. Good and also, you, 
<laughs> you just can't imagine him doing anything sort of unbecoming or mean, you know. Yeah. So it's okay for your kids to like him because you know he's not not going to do an Adam Johnson, for instance, right. or anything like that. He's not uh, going to go to Cheltenham well, and urinate anywhere. No. I, I, exactly. I, I don't know if you follow him on Instagram at all. I follow him on Instagram, and it's yeah. so innocent what he posts. Exactly. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's always pictures of he's got two uh, Labradors, his girlfriend, mm. and the dogs, and that's it. Basically, Sweet. it seems to be his life when he's not playing football or training As hard. Actually, there was quite a good, good uh, little clip the other day, which was him doing boxing training, mm. and that was lovely. Just the the, the fluidity and the movement. Uh, you know, you, we all know he's an athlete and he's a great footballer, but just lovely to see the coordination that he had. And you know, how how long has it been since we've had a striker that we've 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 been able to think? Yeah, this this guy who's one of our own. Yeah, yeah. But also, he, 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 yeah. Oh, sorry, go on. Okay, no, just a frivolous question. Where did he get that mask? Oh, it's it, like a... It's, it's like a national a health well, Martin one, Martin Murphy on the show last week last said week, it's yeah. like the things that hold the lager cans together. <laughs> <laughs> it really does. But yeah. they've got a little number 10 on ten, it. Yeah, yeah. 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 they put a little number 10 on it. Well, probably nice sort of done it with Tipex or something. <laughs> <laughs> you can imagine Daniel Levy sort of cobbling it together from We can merch that up. We can merch <laughs> that up. Sell it the Spurs, in the Spurs shop. That's an idea, actually. Please send nothing like that. Anyway, I think one of the things that I love about him is, you know, if we go back, the beginning of the season feels like such a long time ago now mm. where you know we lose a game we draw a few games Harry's not scoring questions are oh is he is he like all of the non-Spurs fans say, well he's a one-hit wonder but if you go back and look at any of those games he was working so hard yeah. he was still dropping back he was in midfield he mm. was making chances he didn't stop at any point <clears throat> he never had his head down and we knew the goals were going to come and I just think that's such a great uh, uh, attribute to having mm. a player um, so that's why I think one of the reasons the crowd still absolutely love him it's not just the goals but you look at the game yesterday he was he was everywhere yeah I mean I mean to, to pick up on that point I mean you know a lot of us thought it was after the actually the Chelsea League Cup game after he'd done really well in the league game against Chelsea and they and I thought over the I think it was probably Cahill and Terry played really well against him and I sort of thought oh, next season he's sort of not found out but they'll know they'll where, to sort, where to sort of move him and stuff and I think he's added to his game because of that and what I loved about yesterday especially the, the actually both goals he's got some pace he's definitely yeah, got faster yeah. hasn't he yeah, which I is think. obviously down to the training so he's I mean he's only tw- he's still only 22 isn't he yeah so I mean you know we've got Hopefully, years to come. You know, Raymond. I want to ask you: Is it's your first Spurs show? Um, what's your first early me- earliest memory? Which, do you remember your first game? Or I do. Like I do. Um, so I started going in the in the late seventies. Mm. So it was. Um, I think it was. Uh, it was the seventy eight, seventy nine season. So the first season we went up. Was it the first? Uh, it was seventeen. Yes, it was in seventy nine. Yeah. And. Um, I know my, my my late father and his brother-in-laws were big Spurs fans. Um, um, my dad started going from the uh, mid thirties. Right? So I heard, I grew up with all the all the all the glory glory stories, and, um, and they sat in the the East Stand uh, originally when I first started going. But they took, my dad managed to get a ticket from someone in the north uh, north upper, and we went to see us draw two uh, two with West Ham. That, right. that, that's all I really remember about it other than as I, as I said uh, um, I was just before we started going up it being picked up in a black cab mm. by one of my uncles mm. that excitement of I'm, I'm with the grown ups now yeah. um, and I was with a cousin did they put the meter on or? <laughs> they, did, they, they, they tried they, they took it surprisingly you know what later on they took it out of my bermitzvah money a few years later <laughs> yeah. um, but um, <laughs> but um, I can get away with that right um, no they, they you know I went with uh, it was a cousin of mine and my, my when I was a bit older my dad always used to talk about how 
my cousin went for a first few games but was only interested in the sweets they got and I from the very start would sit there watching and didn't want to go home afterwards mm. um, and that's it so I grew up you know through the early 80s thinking we would always go to a Wembley final every season mm. and we would have all these great yeah. you know flair players that we all remember Argentinians mm. and Hoddles and Waddles and Gain all through that and what happened? I hit my student days, the days where you really want your team to be really good because mm. otherwise you just get slated by everyone else. And suddenly Arsenal were doing well mm. and Spurs were yeah. not doing well. And, you know, I, I, you know I've, I've sat pretty much in every stand except the West because yeah. they probably wouldn't have me. Fair enough. But what I want to ask is because I don't know how to deal with this current situation. <laughs> I... I Nerves isn't the right word. I, I because I'd never been here. I said off air. I remember that eighty three run when we we thought we had a tilt, and I remember going up to Everton. I think we lost two 0 and I remember uh, Southall pulled off a great save from Falcon. And I remember coming back down the most run. I was only you know relatively young then, sixteen, seventeen, thinking oh you know whatever. Your memories. I mean, you know, obviously, you know, you famously you know with the screenplay on the on the sixties team, and I know we only uh, bizarrely only won it once then in the sixties, but there was still a sort of feeling then. We're going to t- show up, win every game. There was that sort of feeling yeah. of being a Spurs fan. Now, me growing up again in the sort of, you know, 70s, 80s, seeing most of my football sad in the 90s, that all sort of dissipated. So I don't know how to feel. I- I'm still waiting, waiting for us <coughs> to mess it up big time. There is a, psych- there is a psychiatric condition called imposter syndrome, oh, where right. however... Huh. However successful you are, you can't sort of come to terms with it. Really? You don't believe it's you. You know, you you shouldn't be here. And I think that there is a kind of collective imposter syndrome happening. Right. Maybe. Actually, I remember uh, Newcastle early this season. Mm. We were 1-0 up at half-time, funny enough, mm-hmm. and we lost 2-1 in the end, and that may end, come back to... That may be you know, part of the reason we don't, if we don't win the league. But I remember half-time, because we were absolutely all over Newcastle, yeah. and people, were, people around me saying, this is, just, this is unspurs, basically. We stood here, or sat there, thinking, actually, yeah, we're going to go on and crush this lot completely. And as it happened, we didn't. So we, we, you know, it, it, that was more like it. But this is... I know it's the words of wisdom. The only words of wisdom I can give you, Mike, mm-hmm. is as a wise man once said, uh, "Enjoy the journey, not the destination." Yeah, but beautiful. then the wise man was not a Spurs fan, obviously. I think. <laughs> yeah. I, I, uh, I always say uh, I have a running joke with the people around me. If, for years, if we're I don't know two nil up in a game and people are starting to enjoy it, I always say, you know, if we're three nil up with five minutes to go, we might snatch a point because that, <laughs> that feels like the Spurs yeah. way, right? We throw it away. Whereas this season and in recent weeks. For the first time, and I said yesterday, the first guy went in, mm. and I relaxed. And, well, I think everyone did. I, think, I mean, the, the I think players they enjoy it. did. They look determined. Yeah. I mean, and, but let's talk about yesterday's game. I mean, you know, okay, certain anti-Spurs people in the press go, oh, you know, it's Bournemouth, nothing to play for. They've been unbeaten away yeah, from yeah. home since Bournemouth the turn of the year. Very, very They've won concise. three games in a row. We know they're a good footballing team. I think their coach is a really, really good coach. If any yeah. team could have said, we know how to you know match yep. this team it could have been Bournemouth and yet 15 minutes gone the game was effectively I, I think they said on match today that they, they've got barring us and Leicester since December Bournemouth have got the third most points in the league yeah. really yeah well, I'm pretty sure yeah, no no F- full stop I think they really? lost had they yeah I, uh, well I watched match today right. yeah yeah and I'm, anyway yeah so I think but, but uh, on, a, on a lighter joking note basically if you if you if we train our two their two fullbacks in the academy mm. 
you know, we've got half a chance, basically, yeah, haven't we? Okay, <laughs> missing. Yeah. But well, I mean, the first goal was, how long did Walker have to cross the ball? Yeah, very true. Days, no, they did obviously hadn't woken up yeah. at the beginning of the kick-off. And did, did Boric, was he, was he really, I was trying to watch it on TV. He is, I must say, he is the worst goalie. <laughs> you know, normally when Spurs come against his goalies, they're awful, yeah. they have a blinder. <laughs> they have their best and game there's ever. there's too many, I can't even name them all because we'd be all bloody nights. But he's the one goalie consistently is awful against us. Yeah, God bless you. him. Well, I, I couldn't work out from where I was sitting yesterday whether it was a wicked shot from Kane that he couldn't hold and yeah. Ericsson followed up or whether it was really bad goalkeeping. And I couldn't quite make my mind up watching Match of the Day again last night because it really had a real whip to it yeah. in the yeah. shot. But, you know, you'd expect Lloris to have saved that one comfortably. And but actually, it. what was quite interesting uh, for a change this season, it probably sums this season up because as soon as he hits the ball, if you look again, Ericsson is off. He's off. Probably thinking Boric is going to spill this, yeah. Um, and it, it comes back perfectly for him. But it's nice that that anticipation is there yeah. for a change, rather than mm. people looking and going, "Oh, that's going to hit the back of the stand" type thing. And there wasn't. I mean, again, I mean, I can't think there wasn't one moment in the game you went, "Oh no, they're back." Of, I mean, they didn't have a shot on target yeah. for yeah. a start. Right. I mean, you know, in- incredible. I, I um, think there was a point where I saw Loris reading the, uh, the Sunday papers <laughs> and smoking a pipe which I didn't yeah. think was allowed in a game but you know and again so on Spurs that at French. the moment as we stand <laughs> we have scored the most goals in the league and conceded the least again I don't have the stats in front of me Has that, it, it hasn't happened in the Premier League I know no. that I know uh, that for but fact. doesn't that just make you want to cry yeah. because of Leicester it makes you want to play what's, Leicester what's again what's gone wrong we've done we've, we know we're so brilliant and yet we, you know, we're still not there I can't believe it I know like in any other season to have finished above City mm. the Woolwich uh, Man U Chelsea to have that goal scoring record that goals against we'd have walked away with the league and, and who it, are we behind again Leicester. in the Premier League I think apart from the, the, the Blackburn season and anyone who's well including them everyone who's finished above those teams you mentioned have won the league yeah. Yeah. so it'd be quite ironic that two finish above them and only one can win the league um, I mean do I mean do can you see Leicester failing Judy can you, you no. look at the games come no. up you can't I'm, I'm, I'm with Sir Alec there, uh, on that yeah, I think they'll they'll have it one with three. I mean, honestly, I thought yeah. they'd slip up against Palace. I really thought, oh, I fancy a draw. Palace are awful. Yeah, <laughs> they really are. I, I mean, like, no, I couldn't see that happening. Um, and I mean, Mares is is I have to say a fantastic player. Um, but the other thing which worries me is that Arsenal do have this way of just kind of <coughs> coming good at mm. the right time. Um, and I would really, really, really not like it if Arsenal finished above us. I mean, I think Wenger has gone. He's, he's got the expression on his face now, like, in, in, sort of doting, like, you know, an, an old, when you see an old bloke talking to mm. children and small animals. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, don't, don't, don't mention children with Wenger. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Um, <laughs> but basically, I mean, look at the games coming up and using that scenario there, we'd have to lose, for them to get above us now, we'd have to lose a, a couple of games. Liverpool away, Man United at home, Stoke away, West Brom home, Chelsea away, Southampton home, Newcastle away, Leicester, Southampton at home. What do we reckon? Three points there. Or well, Southampton still going for Europa yeah, League. Yeah, yeah, Sunderland away, fighting for their lives. Playing much better now under um, Allardyce. Yeah. It must be said. I thought they were unlucky. Defoe, to Defoe will score, and, but Leicester will win. West Ham at home, who are going for Champions League place now. So that's not a push show for that game now. Although if they're in the FA Cup final, they might be thinking about that a bit more. <laughs> Swansea at home, I think that's a gimme three points. Yeah. Man United away, who has still got a chance of the Champions League. Yeah. And, and places to play better away from home than they do at home you could argue that's away though you know? that's at Old Trafford Everton at home who I thought looked good this season but 
I think it's shocking now. And then last game, Chelsea away, which yeah. we know if it goes down to the last game, Chelsea will deliberately throw that game. <laughs> but they will, they will. I mean, I listened to the Chelsea, which is our sister podcast, and they all sort of said we would want to lose that game. Is that the ugly sister we don't talk about? Tottenham no. winning the league. They all happily said that. You know, I I think. Look, it, it's, it, we know it's not in uh, our control. Mm. I think uh, the attitude has to be in the Spurs camp, just concentrate. And that's a cliche, but yeah. just concentrate on our games. And we've got these games, most of the time we play them, we Catch play up. our games after the yeah. Leicester result. Yeah. So we know if they drop points, that tension and White Hart Lane are going on. We've got a few Monday games coming yeah. up. We're all going to be there, evening kickoffs. We've got to win this. We've got Maybe to win we this finally one. know what squeaky bum time means. Yeah. We haven't really had that feeling before so much. No. You know, not normally this amount of not time. Not in that way. Yeah, exactly. Not for this long amount of time. The odd game here and there, obviously. You know? But I mean, if we do or don't, Rob. What an amazing season. Surely it could only even improve next season if we actually finally go out and add some players to this squad. Yeah, I, I would totally agree with you. I think it's been, it's been most of, well, every, every Spurs fan I know this, this season has exceeded expectations. Yeah. Um, and I, actually, I think, I thought, I thought uh, Dortmund on Thursday probably showed that our squad isn't yeah, that absolutely. good. And it definitely showed that the Premiership isn't that good. Yeah. I'm not saying if we win it, it will be the best premiership ever. But I, I just thought, I thought some of the players, <coughs> it's all relative, but I think it's better than it used to be when we were, you know, four or five seasons ago when we were playing Europa League. But I think Thursday night really showed to me that... The squad's not strong enough to no. play against it, the top European teams. When, when Dembele, <coughs> excuse me, frogging through it, when Dembele isn't there, the, the yeah. midfield looks yeah. very flimsy. Yeah. I mean, I think... And no Kane. Oh. Again, yeah. there is a case yeah. in point. Yeah. No Kane up front against the big teams. Yeah. Yeah. We don't have a like-for-like player, quite oh. clearly. I, 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 I'm not particularly negative about things, but I think I'm quite a realist. I think our strongest team would have made more of a game of it against Dortmund. But I don't think I would have bet uh, mm. on Spurs. I think they just looked awesome. And I think it was all, the, all of the journalists that wrote the next day, this is a vision of where Spurs are going and can be in a couple of years. Mm. I thought was quite a fair That's way nice. of putting it. I think yeah. we're on that journey. Yeah. We never expected this this season. We never expected it uh, after. We weren't sure what would happen with Kane if he would be a one-season wonder. Mm. There was a lot of people thinking Lloris will go, Vertonghen will go in the yeah. summer. We didn't buy Particularly, I mean, all right, Delhi Ali, we did, we, you know, we weren't getting Ali and out of Out of Eroids. And then we, 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 what, we, we lost the season before, before wasn't he? Ali yeah, was bought the season before. He was loan back. back. But, but I mean, when, when you got to, I don't know, late August, mid-September, at that point, people around where I sit, we were saying, you know, the, the confident people like me, the, uh, the glass half full people were, were saying, well, seventh or sixth. Mm. The other people were saying top half. You know, no one thought for one minute we would be second and regretting a loss against a six-pointer against Leicester that could have yeah, seen yeah. us, you know. And a lot, yeah. a lot of that's got to do with the manager. Let's talk about the manager. And it was interesting when he was interviewed yesterday, uh, and this was, uh, I'm paraphrasing here, but um, after the game he said about the, the run-in now, it's a different period now. We've now time to prepare games differently, to train to improve and do a lot of things were impossible before with all the games we, you know, every week. It will now allow us to do double sessions again once or twice a week. So, and then in the standard today, it has a thing about points won as a manager um, because there's always been this thing levelled against him that yeah, people yeah. run out Team's of steam. Mm. Uh, Espanyol, three seasons um, when um, there was seven, 21 points to play for. He won seven points, five points, four points at Southampton with 21 points to win, seven points and 11 points. And last season, the last 21 points, won 10. So all of those quite clearly wouldn't get us anywhere near the league, yeah, yeah. probably not even second place. 
what what are your thoughts on this manager? I mean, it's I mean he's only four, he's only forty four as well, Pochettino. I mean, again, years to come if we can keep him at the club, surely. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. My fantasy is that that, that you know it's going to be another dynasty like Bill Nick. Mm-hmm. You know that that it'll be Sir Mauricio um, in years to come. That you know he's going to take us to. Um, you think the? I don't think we'll win the title this season. I don't think we can catch Leicester but maybe next season you know all being well if we've got Champions League and we can um, strengthen the squad and then you know if he does that I think he's well on the way to being I I would certainly want to put him slightly above Keith Birkinshaw even now um, even without winning a trophy even without winning a trophy because you know football's different now uh, what mm. he's achieved with what he's been given yeah. um, mm. is just fantastic. And what, what, how he's transformed players. Yeah, I think that's, that's, the, that's main the main thing. That's the main thing. I mean, it's a revelation, isn't it? Yeah. Who would have thought? Who would have sunk Danny Rose? Rose, oh, Dyer, his yeah. position, Dembele. Walker. Kane, Walker. Well, Walker's I mean, playing the best football he's ever played. Mm. Broad, he's still, Broadway's he's still having the best season uh, mm. he's had, galloping down the left. It's uh, Walker's always got a mistake in him again, but I think you're absolutely right that the bit that he needs to be credited for, uh, Poch, is how he's brought on those players. What has he done to Dyer to mm. turn? Who saw that happen? No, none of us did. I, I think uh, I don't think I've said it here, but I think I've bored everyone else that I know with it. And there was that really <laughs> inter- interesting interview with uh, Dembele, which was about two or three months ago probably mm. just before Christmas and he said which I thought was absolutely astounding but it's what I've been talking about for years he said Pochettino's got us thinking like men instead of like boys mm. you think what well, nice. it's a lovely it, it sums it all up basically because they're playing like men and not like boys they've got responsibility um, and to me, it, it, it always seemed, well, that's a really simple thing, but obviously it's not. You know, I think I talked probably last season about what he had to do was retrain people. And mm. basically, I'm allowed to say this, but footballers are fairly simple people, fairly simple folk. And once they need a new set of programs, they need a, a, a reboot, essentially. And that's what he's done. He's done it very, very well. So now we've got players that can pass the ball 10 yards confidently, yeah. players that can come out, bring the ball from the back. It's not like Dawson, who would play seven out of ten passes straight into the, the into yeah. to the opposition. So I think, yeah, there's been a lot of really good things. I'm wondering, which is just, um, I don't know what it is. I, I, I wonder whether he spent so long getting the back and the defensive unit right. I think now, the next season, which will be a real test of him, and I want to see whether he's got this, is to... Unless he's got a Wenger blind spot, which is a defence and, and centre back for Wenger, is to see if he can if he can change us a little bit going forward, yeah. mm. and perhaps get. I would love to see us with a, a, a quick, not a winger, a, a ten, somebody that's got pace like Chadley that's, that can control a ball and pass a ball reasonably well. Um, ideal scenario would be, uh, of course, if. Gareth Bale comes back on his hands and knees and mm. begs to play for us, <laughs> possibly. <laughs> <laughs> and well, I mean, going back to this Dortmund game, I think we all agree that they're a better team, stronger team, are second string players that came in aren't good enough at this level. Surely, Raymond, that means that the board have got to, if we do get Champions League football next season, which again, we'd have to implode if we don't now. They've got to look at that and think next season, we don't want to be a laughing stock going out of the group stations doing Arsenal or Man City that historically do. You know, we've already been in it once, we've got to the quarterfinals, we're yeah, going to get yeah. there at least again. 
how many players do you think he needs to then bring in thinking about League Cup, FA Cup, Champions League group stages and another push for the title? No, I think the first point is, is your, your point of surely we need to. Mm. Right? They will have seen that Dortmund display and how they swarm and how they move. Um, and, and I think even though a lot of people are talking about the concern of, well, the new stadium, look what happened at, at the Woolwich and look what happened when they put all their money into that. I, I think now's the chance for us to really step up to the Especially level. Especially with the new Sky money. Wanted. There's 100 exactly. million. Mm-hmm. You've got the Sky money. You'll have Champions League money. We'll be able to attract players. They'll mm. want to play yeah. for Poch. We'll be in the Champions I mean, it's, it's all there on paper. Mm. Now, whether we can get them or not, I mean, the, mm. it's, it's, it, it, it's potty. But we've got to get... Uh, we don't want to be negative about players, but Son at the moment doesn't look to me. He runs around a lot. I, I get excited a bit, but it doesn't look to me he's going to be the player that can transform us if Kane isn't playing. Mm-hmm. There are a few players like that. So we need a striker and, an- and another really strong central midfielder. Mm-hmm. I think we've got a pretty decent back four, back six, back, you know, that, that ability to change wing backs is very good. They're coming along well, the other two. Is they, do we know how long Davis is out for, by the way? I don't actually. I, I think he'll stick with the. I think he'll stick with the four he's got, and that he yeah. won't rotate anymore. It'll be, it'll be. Um, Injuries walk on rows, basically. Right. I think. I think what he does, ha- what he will be careful of, is disturbing the sort of ecology of the yeah. team because they're obviously very, very bonded at the moment. Yeah. And so, don't want to bring in any rotters. Mm. You know, because he's he's spent you know all last season getting rid of the rotters. Right. <laughs> Um, so that is one I, I think we might get quite impatient about you know nothing happening do you think he might be quite picky on who he brings yeah, in then yeah I think he will but there was a lot of talk about that's why um, Kapu 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 I'm never mm. sure why he went I mean I wasn't such a huge fan but a lot of people rated him and they say he's had a good season at Watford and everything I read was that he just didn't like him in the dressing room and his attitude and if you're not going to play the potch way you're out mm. and I'm okay with that I'm okay as long as it doesn't. As long as you're winning so games, yeah. I mean, yeah. it works, doesn't yeah. it? You know, I think no one would, no one would deny but that. We've got to get a, a striker. I don't, I don't know all this Berahino talk. I don't know during the last window when people said, "Oh, it might upset the uh, upset the equilibrium." In that, I don't, I, I don't really buy that so much. I think they had some money. Sadly, yeah, I think they were I asking think. too much again, and, and, and they fell out. Said, no, I'll get him the cheaper at the end yeah, yeah. season. You know, and and I know. Would you like to see him at Spurs? Yeah, I think he's. I think he's a proven Premiership yeah. goal. He and plays he, very he well. He combines very very well with Harry Kane. He plays very well with Kane. The under twenty one England set. I'd be very happy. What, he's he's better player. than what we've got. Yeah. Yeah. Up front alongside Kane. Yeah. So it's all about improving yeah, yeah. this team. And again, you know, as I said on many shows this season, I want to see us win a trophy. I want to see us win the FA Cup or even the League yeah. Cup again, you know. So if you think the team at the moment is going to be the sort of Champions League and League team, I, I still want to all tilt at those other competitions. So yeah. we still need to bring even fringe players in that could improve. I mean, I know he's been injured recently, but Bentaleb has just disappeared. Beginning of the season, you would have all said, yeah, Mason yeah. Bentaleb, your two central midfielders. They're not anymore. That's how quickly things have moved on this team. Well, you wouldn't, if you were Bentaleb, you must be looking... Like, I mean, you massive new contract at the end of he, last season. Isn't he on his bike at the end of the season? Well, is he just signed a new contract well, you last know what? season? It, it? It, there, is, there is a bit of um, form for this with Poch. I mean, he came in and who did he make captain? Kabul and he was, right. out, he was out five minutes later <laughs> yeah, quite rightly true. so and it wasn't, wasn't that, was that an Adi Boyor as well you know these players so yep. he's not afraid he doesn't say mm. oh I better show safe face I've made him captain I'll keep him he's like no you're out in your ear and if, if Ben Taleb isn't good enough for him mm. which I think I think will be a shame but he'll go out in fact yesterday I, I really was hoping that this 
Kyle Walker Peters was going to come on so we could yeah. all start singing there's only two <laughs> Kyle Walkers but could be two Mr. Moore even three yeah. Mr. Dembele's three Mr. Dembele's you know you know I think he's I mean he's since um, well was he loaned back we didn't buy him Dembele at <laughs> Fulham actually has been scoring quite regularly I know it's mm. the championship but maybe Dembele Barini maybe two players they've already tried to definitely get with two that would come in and there's a lot of talk about various players abroad now there's this guy in Italy and um, we've been linked with someone in, in Argentina I think uh, I mean obviously the papers now we're linked with, linked with everyone um, okay so there's no game next weekend because uh, this is annoying international pointless break with friendlies utter waste of time let's hope and pray that any of our, none of our players get injured um, I think how many, how many Leicester got even in this setup, and they've literally got a week off, and they Leicester two, isn't it? In in the England squad, drink, drink water, water and Vardy, Vardy. I presume that's um, it. Is Mario's international? Got a game? I don't know. No I don't idea. Know. Probably, I don't know. Probably not. That is that is the that is the downside of us Another having so off. many great young players yeah. that play for their countries. They're all going to be playing mm, exactly. But the next game coming up is always a tough one. I mean, we didn't win there for seventy three years <laughs> until Garth Crook scored <laughs> in eighty. 80- 84 I think it was 85 around that time Liverpool Anfield you never know what sort of team is going to show up can we go to Anfield as we have done you know relatively recently mainly at the end of the season Harry and AVB can we win at Anfield Julie oh thanks Um, (laughs) just an easy one I think I've got this instinct that we might squeeze it by one goal just a solitary goal and then hang on to that or it might be a 1-1 but I um I've got enough confidence in our defence. Yeah. And hopefully he'll play Benteke, who's absolute tripe. Don't know, so you've put the kitty with the mockers on it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember have, have a, a few like. seasons ago we played them. It was a big game. We were going for top four. They were going for top four under um, well, the Brendan Rodgers. And we yeah. lost 2-0. And that was the last time I remember it was a big game when we played them what are your sort of I mean we don't, don't have many happy members there do we let's be honest no no I haven't got Sheringham that. Kinsman in the cup that's probably one of the best it, one wasn't it, it? Uh, Eric Edmonds oh, no, Ed, that? that was a draw yeah, ends yeah. up a draw that game um, I don't know I think I think uh, Klopp has got them playing half decently going forward yeah um, and they just look poor at the back again so and it's we play them on is it it's Saturday isn't it Saturday lunch, uh, evening 5.30 yeah and I know it's not much co- or of a of consequence, but they're playing Dortmund the Thursday after, Very so they true. they could be have half an eye on that. I'm not sure. They're probably right. Um, I mean, they, they probably can't get Champions League now, so maybe yeah. maybe you're right. They've got more chance of trying to win the Europa League and, and getting a Champions League space. Exactly. That way. Um, so I, I think, yeah, why not? We can win that. We can win all the games left, basically. I mean, Raymond, if you think about the way, I mean, when we lost to West Ham, they played tactically, they got in our faces, they didn't let yeah. us settle, the occasion got to us. You can't really see, I mean, you know, Klopp with Dortmund did try and do some of those tactics. Can you see him trying to play the same way or would he go, no, we're Liverpool, we're Anfield, we're going to yeah. play the way we want to play? I, I think, look, I think the West Ham game was actually one of the poorest Spurs performances yeah. and West Ham were good. But yeah. I think it was really, we had a we had an off day and it happens. I think if you look at teams that have beaten us, you look at Palace in the Cup and you look at Leicester um, in the league and both those games, I felt that they defended mm. against us. They didn't let us play and they got the goal on the break. Mm. Um, both of them, you know, the, the Hooth goal and I forget who's goal for Palace. Um, I can't really see Liverpool. In fact, Arsenal did that against us. Yeah. Have you seen, you know, when have you Arsenal seen them come the to us yeah. and park the bus like that? Yeah, that was a did. big compliment. Yeah. Um, I can't see Klopp doing that. I think he has one style of play, a bit like Poch, which is pressing and pushing. I think we play 
better against teams that come out to attack. All right, mm. Dortmund, Dortmund were just too good for us, mm. um, but Liverpool aren't. Liverpool aren't yet good enough. I think it will be. A, I think it will be a really close game. It's very rare for Liverpool to do that for ninety minutes. I mean, the game of the weekend, Southampton's a case in point. They were brilliant the first half. They should have been th- at least three, four up. Yeah. And they weren't. And then defensively, they were all over the shop afterwards. So that, you know, I think there's has a big, to be a hope. One of the big differences, again, stating the obvious, Klopp came in during the season. He yeah. hasn't had a pre-season. He's trying team. to get... Um, we were the first team he played, right? It was He came in and... Uh, yes, nil-nil. Yeah. And it was classic. They all played up for the manager. We couldn't break them down. Mm. Pochettino's had, you know, a season. He's had a pre-season. We've been coming together as a team. They know... You know, our boys know what the manager wants from them, and I think Liverpool are still finding their feet. And I think we've got to go in there saying we're going to play them, you know, at the game that they want to play, and and go all out attack. Yeah, I just think we have to now. Yeah. We've been we've been doing all right away from home this season, leaving aside the uh, we we'll leave aside the first game of the season, which yeah. was a bit unlucky. And the, apart from the West Ham game, our record away from home this season is is fantastic. So we've got to go with confidence. I mean, bizarrely, actually, just look at the fixtures. We actually play Liverpool before Leicester play. They play on the third. Uh, we play on the second so again if we can get a win there the pressure for, for one game really is yeah. back on them uh, they've got Southampton at home the next the next day right. yeah it's doable isn't it has to two be one. doesn't it two one Spurs there we are said it don't put your money I think on. there's, a, there's a great line in that in that standard uh, I didn't do much uh, preparation for this of course but I did underline something in the standard that on, on the tube on Crossword. the way in does that count um, uh, am, I get, am I breaking the, the fourth wall or something um, so there's this great line where he says this is a season which is seemingly threatening to reward plain old fashioned hard work more than any other season and what you said uh, earlier about Kane being a, an old fashioned player I think there's something that Spurs have got much more than Liverpool that plain old fashioned hard work attitude yeah. along with the skill and I think they'll get there they're not there yet and we've got to go there for the win I mean the other thing I was just thinking about loads of people sort of Facebook Twitter going you know oh this is our best chance to win the league on next season next season will be more difficult no, I don't think it will be do you look at ever. next season you're going to have um, Manchester City with a new manager who the very good chance not to be in the Champions League They'll, he'll be starting with trying to get players in and, and moulding them same at Manchester United Arsenal will just be the same they won't buy anyone it'll be the usual Arsenal implosion come after Christmas Chelsea have got a brand new manager who we don't know who is yet again yeah. he's got to get rid of a lot of dead wood we are the sort of us and Leicester yeah. again bizarrely are the two teams that hopefully will continue to have a settled team and have had the experience of doing well for a season and a group of young players and young players that are getting old, you know, older together basically and growing together so I, I people keep saying that to me about this the mm. best chance ever and you, could, you can look back for the last four or five seasons and people have said the same thing and it just doesn't make any sense every season is, is there's always teams that are in flux so I think um, yeah. Yeah, if we don't do it this if big if we don't do it this season why not next season and I think not being in the hopefully not being in the Europa League I think is going to make a huge this Thursday Sundays I know it shouldn't make any difference between Wednesdays and Saturdays but I think it, it does. does for the fans it does yeah I think you know there's something about going to Spurs on a Thursday night or it's a five past eight kickoff <laughs> or, or trying to watch the away leg somewhere in, in the middle of nowhere oh it's 6pm and you know there's this, I think it does make a difference I, th- I think the togetherness factor shouldn't be overlooked I know you should think that a team of players in any premiership team or at any level are really together but we know that isn't the case mm. and I think part of the old fashionedness of this is 
that team seem to really get on. They, they that, those clips you see some of the little um, uh, yeah, vines and YouTube when they yeah. were in Barcelona yeah. Yeah. On there for their couple of days, and it really makes me think of some of the stuff I've I've read uh, from both of you about about those uh, glory glory days. Yeah. Yep. Right? About, what Ron Henry said right, they used the to love each other. Right. Cliff yeah. Jones, I saw Cliff Jones. I was, I was very fortunate a couple of times this season to have my first experience in a box. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I know, I know. Look at me, I got in <laughs> in a box um, on the ground or just in a box. So, uh, in a box, no, in a box where my wife keeps me. Uh, um, so I should say thank you to uh, to SQR Security who there have very are. kindly invited me as their guest uh, a few times in a box. And what's very lovely is Cliff Jones, who looks like he's got the same build, yeah. doesn't he? Just with a moustache, um, and, and he comes in and he was he talks. I was chatting with him a couple of weeks ago, and he talked about the togetherness and the relationship he had with you know players like your dad and others. And he says he sees that now, mm. that camaraderie, that togetherness. And I think for that reason, if they can keep this core group of players and there's no reason why any of them are going anywhere if we can keep that over the next few seasons keep this manager add a bit of quality we absolutely got to think this is the start of something mm. and not a one-off and we don't I mean Julie I don't think we've had that togetherness obviously there's the the, 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 the early 60s team maybe after that what early 80s or maybe the, the later 80s, 80s. Yeah, yeah. and what do you reckon I mean it's been a, certainly not since then well I, I think what makes it all more impressive is that you know football has changed so much since um, the early 80s um, you know, to have achieved that is just amazing, isn't mm. it? Is that because the, they're not mercenaries? Me, yeah, well, exactly. So, yeah. and as Raymond said, I mean, there has been you know they, they, they go out to dinner with each other. Yeah. They, they do. I mean, it's it's it's. I mean, I know it sounds so ridiculous. But there was that weird. But thing it's like, like you know, what are you doing tonight? I'm just going to put a dinner. Oh, yeah, but, but that it, is you can't that imagine. They so normally put their Doctor Dre no put headphones on and, and yeah. wander off and well, sit yeah. by themselves, yeah. and it just it, you you could you could, you can see it on the pitch, can't you? Wasn't there a weird interview? It might have been Kyle Walker or somebody last week that was saying. I don't know anything about PSP, but he said basically they all play the game together, but they're all in their own homes doing that. (laughs) And you think... Uh, okay, that's no, that's fine. I'm happy with that. But yeah. it's it just slightly, it's yeah. slightly, slightly weird. You wouldn't weird have got that with Asura Koto, would you? <laughs> no. <laughs> Next step, it'll be all with their virtual reality glasses on. Yeah. I, I'd hate to think what Premiership footballers will get up to with virtual reality glasses, but that's another yeah. story. <laughs> <laughs> there is something very classically old-fashioned, right? Yeah. The, you know, the, the, the back in the day, they would go and have dinner together and, and you'd read these reports from the 60s about the players and the wives mm. you know having the you know oh, holidays together and all magazine. that kind of thing don't um, you remember I think, I think Fergie likes. Fergie did that a lot when you, you, you yeah. listen to Ryan Giggs and, and that class of 92 and you talk about when they talk about how he helped them be uh, Moulded as a team, and they were genuine friends, and they still are. Yeah. I'd love to see that. You know, what, what are we, the cl- class of 2015, class 16? Of <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, a little bit of business uh, before we crack on. Uh, don't forget, you can get all uh, join our Facebook group, uh, follow us on Twitter, and the free Spurs show. Um, Phone apps all at spurshow.net. Um, end of season live show Thursday, May the 19th. You'll remember this team well when you started following them. Aussie R dealers and Ricky Via together, one night only. And last I checked, I think it's about five tickets left. So if you and your mates are going, we must go to that. It's the 100 Club, back at the 100 Club on Oxford Street. Be a great night. Go and book your tickets now. Live.spurshow.net. And it'll be wonderful talking to. I mean, I know Aussie particularly is, is very good friends with Pochettino. So I think when Aussie comes 
comes out in the press. Actually, there's a thing last week. He said, um, oh, yeah, I've heard for Tottenham signed his contract. Then he had to retract it and go, oh, no, I'm not too sure. I think he gets a few nuggets from, from inside the dressing room. And, I mean, he's been waxing lyrical about, about Pochettino. It would be great that Oz is coming, um, Ricky's coming over from Argentina. You've got the subtitles ready. Huh? Have you got the subtitles ready for that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, no, but that would be, um, that'd be a, a good night be back amazing. at the Club. So, coming on to that. So, everyone, so... Julie, you've already said we're not going to win the league. You've, you've slightly crushed me. Oh, I'm really sorry. I feel yeah. terrible now. Yeah, but I'm glad you do. But I, you know, manage expectations, Mike. Fair enough. You know, no I'll false that. optimism. I'll do that. Um, I think we might finish second. Might finish third. I'll be absolutely gutted if we finish fourth. Yeah, but I mean that means we'd have to sort of lose probably three or four games. I think. For that to happen, I'm saying nothing. Got to avoid the lasagna. Don't eat yeah. lasagna. <coughs> exactly, Rob. What do you reckon? What's I, your, I gut, think your gut feeling? I mean, well, you haven't been here either in your lifetime, really, have you? No, no. It's it, it, it is fantastic. I think if it was a beauty contest or if it was a boxing match, mm. we would be awarded the the Premiership mm. already. Number of managers. Eddie Howe said it again yesterday. This is the best team we've played against home and away. Billich has said it. Well, I think most managers have said it. For my money, Leicester are just a pumped-up championship side. Well, you'll find out one day that I'm not. I'm not casting any aspersions on Ranieri, but there's, you know, there have been uh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I'm getting quite interested here. <laughs> and Raymond, what do you reckon? You, you got you got a good feeling. It's all about being that feeling now. Can we all do it collectively? Can we all do it in a way? Well, I think we've got to go back to what you started with, which is. I don't know what this feeling is mm. I've got. Mm. I, I, I mean, I really don't. It's like, you know, did you know what falling in love was the first time you fell in love? <laughs> you know, and then afterwards you realise that's what it was. I don't know what this is at the moment. I'm, I'm in dreamland. I, a few of us were saying, you know, if we win the league this season, you know, I've been a season ticket holder for, <laughs> uh, I don't know, uh, on my own for 20-something years. Um, started going in the late 70s, as I said. I think uh, if we win the league this season, I'll have to stop. Because I think we've, we've peaked now and I, I, I won't know what to do with myself. I'll be a mess. I think a lot of Spurs supporters will just die. If yeah. we win. I'll be a mess. Because most of us said once in our lifetime. Yeah, once exactly. in our lifetime. You know, if our work, is on, our work on earth is done. Yeah, exactly. Spurs have won the league. That's it. Nothing else can ever happen to, to beat that. Mm. So, you know, there's... We'll probably lose about 30,000. But the, but the double team when we won at the last time, the Sixers, again, I mean, we didn't win it at a canter, did we? I think we gained, there was a slight we, wobble. We gave up at the end. And I mean, they y- gave up, they not gave up, but they were so far ahead at one point. Um, oh, that's, oh, that's what it was. And then it did, but it wasn't, <clears throat> I mean, it went, it certainly went to what? The, the, um, it wasn't the last game of the season, obviously, but it was like Sheffield three Sheffield wins, wasn't it? Wasn't it? Wasn't it? Yeah. <clears throat> Certainly, like eight. I think it was like mid eight, mid late eight. Had a bad, you know. had a bad Easter, I think, if yeah. I remember right. Yeah, I think the most, the most important lesson, whether we finish first, second, you know, third, I think, uh, and I'm going to go back to, to to one of the books you've written, the, the Spurs biography, um, which is a great book. Thank um, you. It really is, and I, yeah. I, I, I read it in in waves of. Of joy and utter depression, because <laughs> that's how I wrote because, it. <laughs> yeah. so this is the lesson we've got to learn. Because what it shows is that every time the going was good, certainly in my lifetime, every time it looked like we were onto something, mm. we did something. We, the club, yeah. the owners, the whoever, to sabotage it. Whether it was mm. the chairman, we did something. Whether it was finance related, whether it was selling um, key players to Monaco or whatever it was, right? We did something to sabotage it, and we couldn't get that sustained run of glory like. Liverpool did in a period like Man U did, like 
dare I say it, those mm. noisy neighbours down the Seven Sisters Road have done. We can't just have a great season, nearly win it, come second, and then next season finish sixth and black and black. We can't do that. I don't think. They, I, I think we said. I don't think that will happen because of this young nucleus now. Give them all a copy of the Spurs biography up up at the club and say, read this and learn from history. Mm. I think it might take some of the players quite a long time to read. <laughs> yeah. That's the only problem. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing. I, 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 I don't not, know isn't that a Calvin sure. version of that? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Maybe so just cruel. go and sit with them and just read it to them. They can all sit cross-legged like little <laughs> children and just, just read it to Oh, as long as they were Jenny short. So cruel. Oh, yeah. no. I, I want to know if the players are listening to this because if you know, we're never going to get an autograph out of them now. <laughs> no, no chance, exactly. <laughs> well, it, it's happy days. Um, very, very quickly, um, JW3, any, anything coming up, any seasons coming up that are worth people getting tickets for? Because you have some great events there. I, I, rather than plugging one thing, all I'll say is just, just have a look on the, on the website. It's, it's the first time there's been something like this in, in London, a community centre, arts venue, there's stuff for all ages going on from adult education classes to, you know, a beach in the summer and an ice rink in the winter. And we have theatre and film and a restaurant and all that. So just jw3.org.uk. Okay. Um, I usually tweet out the best thing. So I'm okay. just at Fat Sideburns. Okay. You can, you can tell why. <laughs> there we are. Listeners at home, you can have to guess what. Exactly. And then if you do have to send to and see Raymond, you can talk Spurs. Yeah, talk Spurs. Exactly. Although on occasion... I have to tell you, Ian Wright has been in. Oh, really? I think he, he lives nearby. He, he, he's he bought his daughter, he? and every so often, and you see Spurs fans kind of wanting to go and say hello, but also not wanting to go yeah. anywhere near him. But uh, yeah, we need to bring more Spurs players along. Well, there you are. Rob, anything coming up? Uh, nothing, nothing major. No, I'm just concentrating on the league now. Yeah, like, so, yeah you're, like, uh, you're in it. Actually, there's an interesting project for next next year but I'm not saying too much about it but I, it's all very early but um, obviously it doesn't take a genius to work out what it's about but uh, yeah that'll be I think that'll be really interesting visual okay thing, so, yeah. that's good uh, Judy you, you've got a book coming out a new one well mm, uh, I have got a, my next book will be published next February right but it's sort of a girl book, really. It's about boarding school. Right. Well, we have many, many girls listen to this show. Well, if, you know... It's, the Broad it's, Church. It's, oh, it's called show. Too Marvellous for Words. It's being oh. published by Simon and Shuster. Mm. Um, and the strapline is the story of the real Mallory Towers' life. It's got what we got up to when we were girls at board, a very posh boarding school in the 1960s. Fantastic. Yeah. Sounds great. What really went on in the dorm. Right. Well, I'm sure you will be invited <laughs> along to the uh, the launch <coughs> of that. How, how many female Tory ministers are named in it? Quite a few, by the way. Exactly. Okay, well, look, thank you so much for joining us. It's been a. Oh, oh, oh cool. Uh, it's been a, a. It was a wonderful time to be a Spurs fan. Uh, let's hope, let's pray that we can go all the way. Uh, we've got a nice week's break. We can all relax for a week and not worry and pour over stats and just hope that they all come back fit and then we go again the following week. So, Raymond, Julian and Rob, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for downloading us. Come on, you Spurs. Come on, you Spurs. This is a Playback Media production served to you in association with Why Not Think People. Sports Social Podcast Network.